is it safe now can i come out from my rabbit hole wow it's been forever 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 uh there's been a huge delay on getting back on track with the show welcome back this is mean nerdo the episode that we are talking about today is a looney tunes episode and uh, it's a bugs bunny uh cartoon called the racketeer rabbit made in 1946 directed by fritz freling our guest his name is giancarlo ruiz he is also a uh, comrade in the filmmaking world he's a filmmaker actor uh, i think he's actor first then filmmaker second or just he's just all of it at once but incredible human being it's been rough for all of us but here we are new year 2021 let's turn this thing around and uh, without further ado here is mean nerdo so how you been man first of all you you were uh, in la right and uh yeah so I, so i've been um i've been living in, the, in los angeles now for i say like about five years and a half and um yeah when all this stuff started happening it was just uh it started getting to me you know the the amount of like depression the density of the city and the protests and this whole thing it just compounded um so i needed to get out of there i just it was i was like there was i i went through like really heavy sort of like emotional stuff and uh, and i just couldn't hack it so i spoke to a friend of mine a, a film director that i've that I've worked with before that we finished uh we finished a film together mm-hmm. uh a year ago yeah like the post and everything and, it, and it's are you so i told him are you is this uh mauricio that you're talking about see uh, yeah you know you know mauricio, I know he told mauricio. Me, yeah. yes yes yeah, yeah we we you told me part- you guys were in a panel no yeah we we participated in a, in a festival uh back in uh El, El Latino, aquí en San Diego. Sí, 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 sí. And sí, uh, sí. me lo saludas mucho este. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool guy, yeah, man. Yeah, he said to say hi to you as well. Cool peoples, yeah. man. Yeah, so basically, you know, we were talking and I was like, yo, let's do like a project just like the one that we did three years ago, which was, you know, a feature as well that we just, um, that we finished and then we're submitting to festivals and whatnot. And I'm like, we can shoot it like the same way. And, you know, how about I have this idea sort of like of these two guys that's kind of one of them leave, leaves the city and one of them is like in the mountains. And we know there's just something going on in the world, like a virus, something. And it's like about sort of kind of like survival or something. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. like he got excited as well. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he has like a writing, a writing partner and they that little tiny little idea, they completely turn yeah. it into this sort of very uh complex it just caught um, fire yeah oh yeah yeah so now cool. it's it's sort of like this genre mind bending kind of like thing in the woods uh it's and amazing so I'm, here in Chi- so, so I'm so i'm here in chihuahua basically so it took uh-huh. it took him so that was maybe like i think it was like around april yeah mid, mid-april when i spoke to him and I, and I was like going through all this yeah and he's like, you know, he started working on it, I think, May. And then by June, he's like, we're going to do it. And I go, what? Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going <laughs> to do it in July. But, but, but we're going to start. So I left pretty much uh, at the end of June. I left Los Angeles. 
Then I came here to Chihuahua, where I'm at, where I've been here now for almost, it's going to be two months, month and a half. Orale. Uh, yeah, almost two months, and we start, yeah, so. Chihuahua, what a the, place, man. Uh, um, just quickly, I mean, yeah. my, that's where my, my parents are from. Uh, uh, yeah, so I would always go on trips when we were younger, obviously, to visit grandma and abuelita, you know, in, in la ciudad. Y yeah. este, pero siempre nos llevaban a la sierra también, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a great place, dude. Real magical. I know it's a little gnarly right now, right? Situations and stuff. Uh, but uh, sí. uh, but that's great, dude. I wish, man, yeah. the, I, I envy you, man. I wish I was out there right now just to get away from all the nonsense out here, too. Sí. Um, and uh, yeah. yeah, and just working, too. You know, work. that's the best thing you can do is just kind of put your head down and work sí. and uh, and get on these projects. Me, I'm, me uh, my situation right now is crazy. I mean, it's it's ludicrous. I mean, I'm going through what I told you earlier. I'm here with my eight-year-old boy right now. We're in the hotel and uh, just like camping, man. It's it's like an adventure all to itself. So um, sí. it's pretty cool in that sense, you know, and, that, and then that it's so chaotic that I see it now as like, this is just an adventure now. It's just, yeah, it's survival, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, man. And it's, and, it, and it's sort of like this, you know, it has this feeling of, of adaptation of sort of resilience and, and having to sort of understand that we're not going back to this normality that we were accustomed. There's no such thing as that. And there's yeah. no, and, there, and I don't think there's like a new normal as well. I think there's more like a new world. Besides, yeah. You know, sort of rules are are, are, are are again, they're being sort of processed and they're being, yeah. uh, you know, talked about and they're being, you know, and society's going through change. And it's like, it's, yeah. it's an amazing time to be alive, really. I mean, if you think about it, we're very lucky uh, to be going through something like this because it's really putting us, uh, giving us perspective of, of society and, and, and the way that we've been living for you know i don't know how many years in the sense that absolutely it's, it's not sustainable tell me why you know i asked you about a couple of cartoons and you were like nah, no no cartoons yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but but uh but i mean there there were I, there were, there's a period there i mean there's periods of cartoons that exist right in in different yeah. eras and uh and i think bugs bunny is definitely right up uh our alley because as kids I mean, my older brother definitely was watching Looney Tunes, and so I was there sí. with him watching that, and yeah. um, and so yeah, man, why, why Bugs Bunny uh, for you? I think you know there was something about Bugs Bunny that I could identify with, which he was like, um, he was just like a rascal, you know. He was just there was this side of him that would just like he was very cynical, and but and very sarcastic and ironic and he was like eh, he wasn't worrying about anything you know he's like eh, i don't give a shit like you know <laughs> yeah and he's always getting himself in trouble and but within that trouble that's mischievousness he would always sort of show us like you know you can still it's almost like you, you can still not take things seriously but take him seriously in a sense don't you know, don't take yourself seriously in the sense of like, oh, so yes, dude, you know, mm -hmm. I have like this. But I think the cartoon I picked is, is kind of like right up your alley because Bugs Bunny gets down there with uh, some additional voices and and some acting of his own, right? And uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a chance to check it out this morning with, with Moy. 
and uh, yeah, he's he's a funny he's a funny little guy. Yeah, Bugs, he's just he's yeah, wild. he's he's awesome, yeah. dude. I think the idea. I think I, I loved classical music through him. It was so weird because even though my dad, my dad, I remember growing up, my my dad at Sundays for some reason. He would just put classical music all day, really loud at the house. He would take out the records, Tchaikovsky, oh, cool, man. Mo- Mozart, uh, you know, uh, Wolfgang. You know, he was like, just yeah, bang out all, all the hits, and yeah. just all day. Yeah. And I was like, and I, as a kid, I, I was like, uh, you know, oh, here we go, like my dad with his <laughs> music, right? Because uh-huh. we don't know better, right? Yeah, yeah. But then I would see it in Bugs Bunny, and I was like mesmerized by it. And there yeah. was this thing of of this sort of connection i guess between you know my my father's love for that music and my love for this character which was a rascal yeah and i was like a little, i was like a little rascal yeah. and i was always getting myself in trouble and you know always like hey el yanquito you know uh-huh. my yanquito you know yeah. my <laughs> you know like my, my, my older sister you know always says that i was like a, a pata de perro no, or like an a- a- alley cat she goes you're like an alley cat you know it's like you just show up yeah would, yeah and she would always say that and i wouldn't you know as i was growing up but then i would, then i understood and i was like of course you know and, and it had this quality from bugs bunny that he was just so he was just so funny and he yeah. was just I mean, uh, he was just wild. No, no rules. Like yeah. he was just his rules. You know, it was just yeah. something just very a just rebel. free, very like free. Rebel. You know, very free. Yeah. And uh, and incredible too that that. Uh, well, I think the Looney Tunes series and all that was, or, or Merry Melodies. I think they had like a production that that was like the sister production, but it was completely married to and in sync to the the music. Right, the music kind of carried the slapstick yeah. of it and. Uh, yeah, which was incredible, man. These animators and uh, you know that's the other level of it. You know the animators. Uh, I think it was Mel Blank, right? That did the like, yeah, um, almost yeah. all the, the voices, voices of uh, yeah. yeah, of all the characters there. And um, yeah, but uh, wh- why don't we watch a little bit of it right now? Or, or yeah, in yeah, fact, yeah. let's watch maybe half of it. Take a break, sure. and talk about it, and then we'll watch the the last part of it. I think it's like okay. almost. I think it's like Eight ten. Minutes yeah. Seven. yeah, yeah. Let's see here. I think it freezes here for a second and then it's gonna No blank right there. The illustrations, love it. Very stylized. Like. Oh yeah, man. Just beautiful artwork too. I mean, it's like. It's, uh... What a glorious night. What do you say we stop somewhere for a hamburger? All right, I'm gonna pause right there, dude. All right. So, Racketeer Rabbit from 1946, directed by Fritz. Freling. <laughs> I wonder if that's like Fritz uh, Fritz Lang, but he just yeah, he no, just kind of like <laughs> Simon. Yeah, what, what did you uh, what did you feel or, or get from from all that? <laughs> well, it's that you know that absurdity, very surreal. You know, sort of he goes into a house, but then he digs a hole right in the in the ground. He goes in like yeah, yeah. <laughs> why? 
and he has a candle and he puts like a do not disturb but the house is empty you know it's it's very uh you know those little things that, that i find that i i think i enjoyed or, or like even as he's walking there he's shooting he's just he does no care in the you know he's just doing his yeah. thing yeah. Just, there's all this shit happening around him and he's just <laughs> it's it's his eh. world it's his world you know yeah. he, he makes it up his yeah. own world yeah yeah, I think those those cartoons are timeless, man. Just that's talent that's that like, it had, you know. It, yeah, it, it's all that's like 70, 70, 74 years ago. Yeah, if you think about it, like wow. if you add it to where we're now, seventy four, and it still holds up. Yeah, still holds up. Like he's still amazing. He's still brilliant. Back then, I think the the, the illustrators were sort sort of like these these gods for sure, you know, uh, making these drawings move and you know frame by frame and the colors like they're like you said there's the the real craft behind it there was like you can sense that there was pride and there was like love in each frame you know and and who knows how many times they, they would do probably one of those cartoons right like in a sense yeah. well this this doesn't work like now bugs does this and like yeah you know just going back and forth and back and forth and it's it's you can appreciate it at least i think we can because i think we we went from analog to digital yeah in a short period of time but we were part of that we yeah. were part of celluloid we're part of things that kids now don't so we i think we can appreciate the the amount of time and the dedication that something like that would take as opposed to maybe today which you could have like an application that if you just click on a couple of things yeah it does a character a character for you yeah there you go you know? Yeah, I mean, it, I'm sure it has a, its own degree or level of uh, elaborate things that go that happen, but but it's it's so automated now, right? That it's like, okay, I did this work for so long, and yeah. now I just hit a button and let it render for so yeah. many plus hours. I can go do other stuff, or you know what yeah. I mean? It, it kind of just change, kind of kind of like with film, right? You like how how See? we've gone from celluloid to to now digital right which is incredible um but um but yeah tell me what got you into filmmaking i've always you know as a kid i was always like creative and i would do like voices and i was really good at imitating people and i could do like i don't know howard cosell and muhammad ali and all these like i could just do all these crazy voices and things like that so i was sort of you know i was always like the jokester in the family and i was always kind of making my family laugh things like that but and I, and I used to draw a lot and everything. So I was always like in the creative aspect, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And in high school, I think it was the last year, senior year, um, I went to high school in Tijuana, but my last year and a half, I ended up going to Imperial Beach mm -hmm. uh, to this kind of like Catholic high school there that I really didn't like. Totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a different can, story. Yeah. Yeah, those can be either but, really, um, really good, right, for the wrong <laughs> reasons, or really, really bad for the bad reasons. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, I think it was senior year, and our English teacher gave us like a. I think it, it was like a, I still remember was we have to write an essay, and we could do like three things or something, right? We could do like either I can't remember the all the things that we could like go do and then write the essay, but one of them was like go see a play. Cool. And I would always, as and, and I had gone seeing plays with my dad, but he would take me to see these weird things that I couldn't understand, like marching bands and kind of like weird things that I just. <laughs> yeah. So, but but I think by being high school, you know, it's, so I went to I remember clearly. I went to the Old Globe Theater and I went with a couple of friends. 
and we went to see Hamlet. It was with, oh my God, what's his name? God, he was in Singles. Uh, he's, do you remember Singles, that movie? Singles oh, yeah, yeah. Um, are you thinking of um, he's, he's Dylan, a guy with the, something about, Dylan, or? No, the one about the, the, the remote control. He, he's a really good actor. He's a guy, he's Not, American. Campbell Scott. Oh, Campbell Scott. Scott. Okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That guy. Yeah. I mean, and I, I, I came out of that. I mean, just the production and the, the, the wardrobe in this, but his performance, I have never, he was doing like, like he would do these crazy, you know, these monologues from Hamlet, but he would be giving like his back to the audience and he'd be doing like these weird movements. Yeah. It was so captivating. And I remember just at the end, you know, sort of as soon as we exit Balboa, I remember I was like, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I want to do. That's it. That's yeah. it. Like yeah. I want to act that that's it. So, that's you dope, know, dude. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So once I start, I got out of high school and I, 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 you know, I was like, well, I got to study for that, whatever. And started taking classes. But then like a year later, I had the opportunity to work on this big film project in Tijuana called Jardín del Eden or Garden of Eden, which was like the biggest Mexican film back then. It was like $1.5 million. It was by Maria Novaro, a really well uh, Mexican director. She was, she was amazing. Oh, cool. And I, and I got a job, I, jo I got a job as a PA. Yeah. And I was doing theater in San Diego at, at, at Southwestern actually. And I was doing at Casa de la Cultura. So I, so I did this job. It was like two months or three months, I think filming. And I learned so much on the job, just being a PA. I learned so much just watching and I couldn't oh, yeah. believe it. It was like, this is how they make movies, you know? Oh, yeah. that's, like a crane and i was just like oh my god yeah. what is that like oh and they put the camera guy up there wow yeah. as soon as the fin the, the the film fin wrapped up i got a like a like a quick job i made like money like in six months just worked and worked and worked and i moved to mexico city i think i was like 21 or 22. cool man and i just moved to mexico city it was my first time living out of tijuana so i was you know and you went solo you didn't you didn't have family out there or nothing yeah, no, no. Wet, wet behind wet behind the ears there was like fat family friends things mm -hmm. like that so i you know i kind of stayed with them a little bit and then you know one thing led to another then a friend of my brother was living up there and then we knew so there's people there that i kind of knew through other people and you know i was there before i met you so i mm -hmm. worked in a couple of productions up there mostly they were like de los hermanos almada so it was really low budget kind of mm -hmm. like yeah you know, when uh, catering back then was <laughs> like, uh, they would grab like uh, carnitas, oh. big up carnitas, and they would just put it in the middle of the table, like, wow. <laughs> and everybody, yeah, those las tortillas, así chinga, like, ah, chau, rah, sí, rah, sí. you know, it's like, como perros. Ah, huevo, sí. And I don't know, you know, it was it was a unique experience, and I learned how to, you know, make, make blood. And yeah. It was, I was like, you know, it was like those things when it, you're so you're so excited about you know something the simple things of like the magic right of film so then after that i i, I come back i have to come back uh, you know i did a little bit of theater i, I studied stuff but it, it was tough it was you know four years that or three years that i just you know it was really intense it was like a tough environment for me to live in you know because also you know it's i thought of the people I had met in the production and once i got back up there that they would kind of hook me up with jobs or anything and it wasn't anything like that I learned the, the the reality of a big city and sort of like you you have to like you know just yeah you get it you're, get get your own you know like mm -hmm. oh shit 
so I, you know, I would, I was teaching English, like in these, you know, I was like this 22, 23 year old kid teaching English to like 40 year old guys at like mm-hmm. companies and things like that. And yeah, to wow. make ends month, you know, so it was, mm-hmm. it, it got to a point where it was tough. So I, 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 I came back to San to Tijuana and I, I went back to school basically. And I started doing theater again. And, uh, when I was in Mexico city, I met, uh, my who became my girlfriend at that time and when we came back to tijuana we started like our own company together cool and yeah. so so we're doing that theater and then at some point there at southwestern somehow i i walked by i think it was like an i was coming out of rehearsal with mr virtus who was like the faculty there like the acting mm-hmm. yeah. guy and i remember there were these guys with cameras right outside like right there you know how that yeah it was like the theater and then yeah that was like, that was kind of like our, our passageway there yeah for with the theater kids and and the telemedia kids yeah 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 and that and that was and that was it as soon as i i kind of like yeah. I was like oh. two and two together boom yeah and i was like what is this well you know tv production oh okay and i was like oh wow so i immediately you know i just went full force you know and got you know started you know, and that, I think that's where we met with Mr. Schneider yeah. and, you know, editing. Remember with the getting, recorder? Getting into production. Yeah. Tapes, tsh, tsh, yeah. The magnetic tape. I, I, I worked for a couple semesters, I think, cleaning those damn things. Like, I would open them up myself yeah. and because uh, I forget what it was called. It was called a, a job something. Yeah, the media. I did that. I did that job, I think, before you, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe or, I, or no, or maybe or maybe afterwards because maybe. you you went to Santa Cruz at some point, right? Yes, yes. You you left. So I don't know if it was either I did that job before you did it or I did it after you, but I also did like the checkout stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, I got and, to do that too. Then, yeah. Yeah. And then they had obviously the the with Lou, right? The, was... the, the, the yeah, Lou. Oh my god, Lou, yeah. <laughs> you guys got to get out of here. You guys been in here all day. You know, she'd be all like, "Jesus, Lou, relax." Oh that? man, that guy was a character, man. Yeah. yeah. He's a great great dude but yeah just real yeah. high strung man i think he was a yeah. vietnam vet too i think or something but, yeah yeah but uh and then, there, and then i remember there was this other guy richard i remember and he's he was like more like a kind of like a ro- robot kind of like <laughs> well, you, you, you wanna you know he was very sort of analytic yeah. but very you know the way you want to do titles yeah. is that you're going to press them here and then you make sure but you want to have it like right in the middle you don't want to go in it super like, anal retentive yeah yeah very yeah. sort of like yeah and, dude i had forgotten about was, that dude yeah and i remember like the media 100 transition yeah. all that kind of like it, it and it was great because you know it's like i met like i met you and and i met roth i met all these creative types that yeah you know and we were all like doing our little shorts and we were all sort of like those were great know, times man those were super yeah. i mean that was kind of like the the birth of it all right i mean right there getting yeah. into production yeah. and uh yeah it's super i mean now that I think about it, it's like, man, well, I wish I could have taken even more advantage of it um, yeah. more than I did, but uh, I had to get out of there, right? I mean, I spent almost five years at the community college. Hey, and dude, <laughs> believe me, I, I did, I did, I, I was like, I was a convict in there, you know. Yeah. I was like, I'll do more time, yeah, you know, because it was like access to equipment, yeah, and exactly, I could edit dude. and I could do all this stuff. Yeah, that's what really yeah. held us there, I think. Um, you know, yeah. I. I when I finally figured it out, I was like, oh, damn, I eventually have to leave this place, I guess. 
Um, that's when I was like, okay, <laughs> me puse las pilas, and I was like, okay, well, I'll go to any damn school just to get the BA, and and I'm done, right? But uh, yeah, it was it was a great experience there, man, and um, something for sure that I think both of us cherish for for yeah, well, yeah. forever, you know. And uh, yeah, and I'm still I'm still friends like with Mr. Schneider, you know. And yeah. I still call him Mr. Schneider. Yeah, yeah. You know, we speak on we talk on the phone once a month or something, and. Oh, that's great, like, man. Yeah. He's like, Giancarlo, you, you got to call me Bob. I'm like, I can't, Mr. Schneider. You know, it's like, or I'll go, okay, Mr. Schneider, I yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> oh, that's so, great, man. I was going to ask you that if, if you've kept tabs with uh, with him see, and all yeah, that. Yeah, no, we, yeah, he, he was, because he became not only like a, a teacher, but like a mentor as well. Absolutely, you know? and, yeah. And Mr. Schneider had his way, you know, he had, he had his own way of of teaching or whatnot, but he was like, you know, yeah i don't know there was some there was something about him that we just that i felt sort of like this affinity with him you Absolutely. Know? he wasn't just a, a teacher but he was there that you could just you know find support and and, and he would think outside the box yeah. he wasn't like this one of these guys that was just like no it's this no yeah. he'd be like he would teach you the basics but then he would kind of let you explore yeah. Yeah. you know and and then he would like yeah well you know he would give you his feedback and you'd be like Oh yeah, like I didn't, I didn't yeah. think about that. You know, that was like, oh yeah. You know, when when I think of him, like uh, back then, it's like it's almost like a, almost like a fatherly figure for me. Like just like, yeah, in that sense that he showed us the ropes with production and uh, yeah, man. I mean, that guy has a special place in all our hearts. I think. Um, and yeah, man. I mean, where where can we check out? You still have all your uh, films up online somewhere? And see, I I have a, a Vimeo account. You can look it up. But you know, with my name, Giancarlo Ruiz, I've been, I had my, my website generic pictures, but I ended up closing shop, like I think maybe a year ago and I changed it to my name to Giancarlo Ruiz. Okay. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm still under construction for that, but you can find stuff on, on, on Vimeo afterwards, you know, I kept doing more, not only fiction, but I, you know, started directing like some music videos. And then I did like, like video portraits with artists where I would go into their studios and so there's a lot of a lot of work that I've done, and then yeah. I, I ended up doing a lot of also, at some point, doing a lot of stuff that uh, for museums, so contemporary work and doing like video installations and things like that. So oh, that's great. It's weird. I mean, it's been I've been like all over the map in that sense. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you 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 want to be sort of multifaceted, I think, in in this field, and at least have an eye on on all the different yeah, and, uh, uh, parts of it. You know. And, yeah, and I think in a sense, doing those production classes, we would do everything. Remember, we would yeah. do like, we were our own like camera guy, and we were our own sort of like sound effects guy, and we were, yeah. and we and and we learned all the the things that are needed for film or for television or for an audiovisual project. So, which I think was so rewarding, and 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 just have so much value in my life because you can understand the whole process of, of what it takes to do something. It's not just one thing, you know, you have all yeah. these elements. Yeah. Wearing all those different hats, you, you start to appreciate too, like what, yeah. what it goes into it. Um, yeah. it, it for when, for the, when the moment does arise, when you, you do get hired hands and are fortunate enough to have a budget or whatever to, to get those people to help you. You know Correct. where that you know where that quality is. You know you know where that touches, and you know where where to tap into that, and and you understand their their workings a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, man, super um, valuable stuff that we got there, in those yeah. formative years at the community college, right? Yeah, because when I went to Santa Cruz, it was I kind of 
I was still in that, you know, that flow. So I, I kept doing short films up there. And uh, but all my classes were more like, OK, you got to learn theory, the history of film, the you know, which was another level of like, whoa, you know, this is like sapping me with all this knowledge that I never had. And, uh, because I was never a cineasta, you know, like I wasn't hardcore into like, yeah, film directors and film writing, and, and you know, yeah, like, I, I remember, yeah, yeah. I, I was blank on all that. So, I, anything I put on the, on the screen was just coming from like, lo que yo tenía adentro, you know, like right. just whatever was in my mind. But UC Santa Cruz kind of like opened my eyes to all that, and I was like, oh, wow, yeah, this is a whole, I mean, you could become a professor of film, you know. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit, because you you've done like uh, even bigger productions now, which is amazing, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what was that experience like for you? Well, um, it's just bigger. You know, there's just more money, and you know, you get treated differently, and and you know, it's the food's much better. You know, it's <laughs> and it's but you know, there's no everybody. You know, the idea of being a professional, like you go in there, you know your job, and you just go and you do it. And and it's been in a uh, it's been a very interesting experience of because I still you know I'm very still very DIY. You know, that's still my roots. I yeah. that's something that I won't be able to shake off. You know, I'm still I come from that. So I even I the DIY stuff it gives you more freedom to experiment you know it gives you more freedom to make mistakes it gives you more freedom to to not be um tied down to yeah. to money or to the right. vision of other people or like producers or like let's say like netflix you know that they're very they have very strict sort of guidelines of what they want and you know they you can't really you know the characters or whatever you do they're very sort of like very archetypal you know it's like like molded you're playing this yeah yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. so there's something about it that's a little bit strange but at the same time it's, it's great because you know it just gives you a little bit more exposure and you work you start working with people that you know that you're like oh my god like i'm getting to work with this guy or i'm going to so i've been yeah that's great you know i've been very i've been very lucky to sort of you know just i just kept pushing the cart you know i just kept doing it and you know i still sort of have the same mentality I just keep doing it because i feel it's not 10k race you know it's mm -hmm. like a marathon like you just yeah. you just keep doing it you gotta it's keep like going not, yeah that's it, you know, and, yeah. and that's it's not like a like a steady uh, place where you land and stay in. You know, it's it's like it's something that no. you constantly have to be just you got to grind and, and you have yep. to be, you know, almost like obsessive. Like you mm -hmm. got to have this nature of in the sense that for whatever reason is that you're doing it, you're doing it because there's something a fire in you. It's that clarity like we were talking about, like as as you're growing as an artist and, and you're building your craft, uh, you kind of start thinking okay well that grind is making me sort of pack on all these other things yeah that weren't necessary necessarily and then yeah. and then you come to a point like you say there's that clarity then you start unpacking all that stuff and yeah you become lighter more fluid more more in agreement Same. with what what your Same. vision is you know it's kind of figuring Same. out what your own vision is of yourself See, and, and moving as well forward exactly with exactly yeah. You know that sort of idea of of the uncertainty of like you know, in a way of like the economic aspect or the this aspect or that aspect. You know, it's like you think about it, it's like you know what, it's, everything's so ephemeral. Life is like I mean, look where we're at right now. We don't know where we're going. There's yeah. so much uncertainty, you know? but that uncertainty has always been there. Yeah, always because we don't know, but we think 
that life is certain. We think that I'm going to see you on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and we think that on Tuesday, I'm going to go see the Padres. Or Do you know what I mean? We have yeah. this idea because we have dates. We have a continuum of time and space like, oh, this is. And suddenly when that's this rupture that just happened, that just went, yeah. fuck all you guys, everybody in the world, fuck you. Bah, bah, yeah. bah, and everybody's like. They don't know what to do. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. You know, and it's. You know, I'm, I'm very fortunate and I'm very grateful, like, to be right here in Chihuahua right now and, and having the possibility of, of getting to, like, this world that we're a creative world that we're going to do in this film. And That's awesome, man. But that's, but that's sort of like this idea of just la psicomagia. You just, and, and, and you have people that you, you start connecting with mm-hmm. that have, like, the same spirit. Yeah. And then you realize, shit, man, like, that's so fucking cool. Like, you know, it's like we have, like, the same kind of vibe. Like, you want to there's no there's there's you realize there's shared passions you know there's there's a it's a communal thing you know the filmmaking and 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 we all need that man like that you know it's hard man i i try to you know currently i'm trying to build my own sort of film community with just my compas and you know hey you know let's do this you know got my my brother that loves to write uh Gabriel, you know, he, we were high school friends and I'm like, well, dude, like, let's start sh- writing, you know, together and you write something, we'll go shoot it. We have, we as artists, we have this special gift. We have this special gift that allows us to retaliate against the, the uncertainties and the lies and the manipulations and these things that are happening in the world. We can say, we have that power to say, not yeah. i'm not gonna buy this i'm gonna and whatever i'm feeling here i'm gonna give it back to you i'm gonna be a reflection of, of what you're of what this is happening and i'm not buying into this and i'm not i mean i'm not saying i don't obviously we you know we're going through a pandemic and I, it's crazy <laughs> it's a worldwide thing of course you know yeah. it's not like it's not here it's here but yeah i think people are are tired of of such so much bs i think people are just tired not around the world they're just tired of of human beings being fucking assholes of yeah because we have the capacity of being just such shit things like mm-hmm. our sense of community like needs to change in, in like uh, in so many aspects because life is not sustainable the way we've been living it and it doesn't it doesn't resonate with with what we should be doing, the spirit of humanity, which is, you know, fuck, man, it doesn't cost me anything to like, to share, right? To share the wealth or to share experience or to share. And there's these things, these evil sort of like dark forces of, 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 of ego of that. We're gonna, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like, like my friend, uh, uh, my friend, uh, Panka, she's an artist from Tijuana. And she, oh yeah, I've heard she of always, her. Yeah. She, yeah, she always says things like, she has this saying about el el, el pantano, uh-huh. like we, el pinche el pantano, like los humanos en el pantano in the muck, you know? So uh-huh. como, yeah, yeah. We're in like that sort of like, <laughs> asker, you know, like yeah. asquerosos, yeah. like very, <laughs> and and there's something about uh, uh, our humanity that's sort of connected to that pantano, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's almost like we we 
we agree with it. We yeah. agree with that. It's almost like we, we, yeah, it's sort of there to also, I guess, feed us too, you know, see, like in a see. sick way. Like it's kind of like we see. do kind of need that too a little bit to, to, it's, to it's I don't a, know. It's kind of like the cliche, right? Like you, you need the dark for the light and the light is there for the dark. And, but, uh, but yeah, man, uh, but I do, I do feel like we need to sort of elevate our, are conscious, are conscious you know and be, and, and work from a, a a higher level up you know what i mean higher yeah uh, yeah and, yeah, and kind of get out of that that muck but um i agree i agree this was a great conversation dude i want to continue having uh more discussions with you and and uh, dude hopefully i mean down the road we can collaborate as well yeah um, of course thanks for having know. me yeah yeah, do do some kind of uh, film together, even you know, some kind of yeah, or, or some shoot. I would love you know? to for sure. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. I mean, dude. I before I got here to Chihuahua, um, I, I I did uh, a couple of scenes for I don't know if you remember Rafa Rafael Rodriguez. Oh yeah, Rafa. Yeah, 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 I do remember him. Yeah. Yes. So so Rafa's been he he, you know he you know we he stopped at some point like doing shorts or something, but. He was still, he, you know, he was still doing like media stuff, video production things, and he has like his company for commercials and things like that. Oh, cool! Yeah. And and he and he and I had a conversation, and it's a very interesting conversation, maybe like a year and a half ago, maybe or two. And and I remember he was asking something like, "Okay, when is it enough?" or something like that. Like, "Cuando es ya?" Like, "Por qué sigues?" Like, "Why are you still?" <laughs> You know, sort of like this idea, and that you and, and and I told him, you know, this is sort of what we talked about this, and I know that you know sometimes life has its own you know ideas for us, and it puts us in situations where we have to, you know, it's necessity and it's things that we have to do, you know, and sometimes yeah. that might lead lead us off our path, or, but he's still you know he's still passionate, he's still doing, he still has his hand on on, on something, a little, he's yeah, still absolutely. writing, he's still. Absolutely hasn't stopped so when he told me hey man would you be interested in you know being, being in touch he's like would you be interested in being in a you know in a scene i was like of course you know yeah. i mean there's nothing you know there's nothing even my skin is like my hairs if you could see my hair oh, right yeah. now, they're oh yeah i do they're standing but you know it's like when i when for example right now talking to you when i get to talk to people that i was we started together you know and somehow like you doing this podcast is for me is like amazing because you're you're still there. You know we didn't lose you. Yeah. You know absolutely. you're still there, man. You're still, still there. Here, you're still being you're still being <laughs> creative. You still have that fire in you. And that man, it's like that makes me that inspires me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You inspire me by you still being there. It makes me feel like fuck, man. I'm so glad that Omar is still in la lucha. Stereo, it's important man. yes it's important because we can lose ourselves you know and and rafael Iguale, of course and he and then you know we we shot right before june and he said hey man i have this script for the feature next year would you you know he was like oh would you be rafa absolutely. you just have to ask dude absolutely you just have to ask man yeah. like especially if i had a connection with these people yeah. right yeah. I, I really if I wouldn't have if I if I wouldn't have that this connection with you back in the day, you know, I, I don't I don't know if, if we'd be right now. But when you told me I was like, of course. Yeah. I would love to because that's you know, that's like the community. That's the Right. 
Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, it's, it's just a, see, it's increíble. It's like, you know, it's, we're family, man. I mean, it's like we're family, you know, that, that doesn't see each other or, or won't see each other for years and years. But, but because we grew out of that little sort of communal experience of what, you know, becoming filmmakers that, yeah. you know, you'll, that, that will never be gone, you know, and, and that fire yeah, will yeah. always be there within each and one of, you know, in each of us and, and we'll continue yeah. to inspire each other. And I think that's Same. what I was trying to tell you earlier is that like, you know, I, I need to revolve myself around that even more now. Yeah. You know, my, my son is a constant inspiration for me and he drives me too. He's also like yeah. another spark of inspira inspiration, but, of but I need to also be just grinding, you know, and doing it and, um, yeah. and pushing myself and, and, who better to push you than the, the other people that are creatively yeah. in that same sort of road with you. And so, yeah, um, yeah dude, I, I appreciate your time, dude, today and, and talking. Yeah. And, and I wish you guys uh, an amazing production yeah. in Chihuahua. Yeah. Man. Isn't that kind of like even like this paradigm? I mean, this thing that I'm in Chihuahua. Yeah. Where your family's from. Yes, we're dude. talking. Yeah. I That's know. like... There's something there. There's something there. It's la magia, there. way. Si. You know, it's like it's cool. I'm yes, really... man. It's been happening. Thanks for having me. It's been yeah. happening a lot to me, where it's just like, yeah, just something, this energy, this, like you said, this cosmic energy, si. just now guiding me and kind of clearing, si. clearing things up for me. So, si. yeah, man. Te, te aprecio mucho, Giancarlo. Este. Hey, yo también, Omar. Los felicito, este, que están en la Gracias, lucha allá man. en Chihuahua. Yeah. En, la tierra de mis padres, este, que extraño mucho Puro también. A, a huevo. Este, entonces estamos en conexión, man. And so, uh, yeah, you guys take care out there, dude. And, uh, sí. and get some good Igualmente, stuff. Igualmente, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, brother. You take care, man. Let's, so good to see you, yeah, man. Yeah, you too, man. All right. Yeah, good to see you too, man. All Thank right. you.